0: Hello, it's Helen here, your host. Thank you for coming to this, the last of our summer special bite sized shows. Quick catch ups on great bits you might have missed in our first four series of the Just Bloody Post-it podcast. Even if you heard them the first time around, they bear repeating. If you've enjoyed these mini-pods, tell your friends, your recommendations are the best way for new people to find the show. And also, while I've got you here, I am trying to get to 100 Apple podcast reviews. Help us, we're in the low 70s. If you listen on Apple, then scroll down to ratings and reviews, click on that and write something. Tell other people why they should listen to just bloody post it. It helps. Thank you so much. Now then, finally, food blogger Sarah Barnes, aka Taming Twins on Instagram. This has been the most talked about and shared episode of the show so far because in it, Sarah tells us how she's almost quadrupled her Instagram and TikTok followings in a little more than six months. Yep, she's grown from 60K-ish followers to 216k on Instagram alone since Christmas time. And there are no dodgy growth hacks in her strategy. It's all down to hard work and consideration and little faith as well. Have a listen.
1: I hate the word strategy when it comes to this because it doesn't sound, uh, it sounds too contrived really for what I do. <laughs> I never think of myself as the sort of person who has strategy as
0: <laughs> Like a board with those little soldiers
1: on. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time thinking about it. I accepted that it wouldn't make me any money initially, either of those platforms. But I took a view that I had to invest at some point in trying to make those platforms grow. And I had to throw my energy at it, try my best. And then if it didn't work, move on. Because I think that's part of running a business and part of investing. And I I think we miss that sometimes because it's about our time. But it is an investment of time. I wasn't getting paid. I'm still not really getting paid for either of those platforms. They are driving some traffic. But so I thought I'm going to give it a a try. I made what felt like a huge lofty goal for myself that I wanted to have a 100,000 followers on Instagram and a 100,000 on TikTok by the end of 2022. And I... I was at 20,000 on TikTok and about 60,000 on Instagram. Bearing in mind with Instagram, I had been doing it since 2013 as well. So clearly that trajectory of growth needed to change significantly. The main mental shift that I had about both of those platforms, primarily Instagram and TikTok followed on, was I changed my mindset from thinking, I want to grow, or I want to put this content out, or I want people to click through, or I want to make these videos. And instead, I totally flipped it on its head and I just decided to, at the heart of everything I do, think about how I can be more helpful. And it's a real mindset change because it makes me no money, (laughs) but it's a leap of faith to a long term growth. So, I asked the first thing I did was ask those questions I asked my audience that I had at that point what are your struggles day-to-day with food how could I help with these struggles Um, what are the barriers to you fixing these struggles Um, what format would you like me to give you this help in do you like videos do you like blog posts I asked loads of questions and um, it's It's an interesting thing. People really like to tell you what they want, which is great. Oh, we're
0: almost on permanent standby to tell people more about what we want and need. Like, you know, if you ever want to throw a question out into your... Instagram audience or whatever you, you know you will get some really genuinely I've had people who'll be like yeah I'll, do you want to have a phone call about it you know they'll they'll sit and chat to you for ages about and
1: I think it's underutilized yeah, I think totally we, underutilized. it's quite a British thing isn't it to be slightly polite and not talk too much about what we're looking for
0: uh that's that's that is true but actually I think it has more to do with what you just said before that it has more to do with people not focusing on how they can help and not taking the time to ask because in some cases they've decided what they want to put out there and then get frustrated that it's not working. But did, did you check anybody wanted it before you started sharing it? Um, I think it's got more to do with that. And what, all of those questions and the answers to all of those questions, Sarah, how did that lead you to design a new content strategy?
1: It, it allowed me to really sit down and think about what I was providing that was useful to people. And for me, that was answering that question. What are we having for dinner tonight? What's for dinner? And we all ask it every single day. And so it's a pinch point for all of us. I mean, unless we're going out for dinner or having a takeaway or something, but the vast majority of our year is spent asking that question. So that gave me a space that I knew I could fill, because we we all have that question. It's concentrated my mind on everything I make. So whilst I say, yes, there might be the odd cake and nice things around the edge, I try and think to myself, am I answering that question? Am I being helpful? Am I making people's lives a little bit easier this week? To reiterate again, that was a huge leap of faith, because my money was made from my views on my blog. So historically, I would have shown a picture and said, click through to get this recipe. But I'm asking someone to do something for me at that point. Yeah, absolutely. As opposed to me offering something and being helpful. And Instagram
0: is not a great place to drive people to click onto your website. It's just not a platform that is set up. It doesn't really want people to click away. Um, Are you, or are you finding the opposite? Are you finding that you are able to drive? more traffic?
1: I think you're right on a practical level. Instagram isn't designed. But why would it be? Because Instagram wants to keep people on its platform. But I am finding now through a surge of growth over the last 90 days that it has increased my traffic because... It's just generally increased my profile. And you just are you telling people
0: about your website in different and creative ways? Are you inviting them to join your mailing list? How are you, or is it just sort of happening that people are looking you up and seeing what other recipes might be
1: there? I felt like I should have this push towards growing Instagram. So I started, for example, putting recipes in my captions. So, people weren't even clicking through because, as I say, I made this plan that I would throw everything at this with a view to growing and the understanding that I wouldn't make any money out of that. And it was a long-term view for growth. However, a couple of weeks ago, I asked people this question because, again, I keep asking the questions. And they said, "No, no, we really want the recipes on the blog. We really want to be able to click through. And then after that i had lots of questions and on stories i chatted a little bit about the fact that actually the way i get paid is through people clicking on my blog and honestly the responses were just so heartwarming and lovely people were saying i didn't know this and we're so grateful for this content and you've changed my dinner times and i'm always going to click through now because i know it makes you half a penny or something and i th- i actually was quite moved by that because i just thought it's um a show of community and a show of a really positive feeling around your content.
0: Most people, there comes a point where they don't feel comfortable with taking for free anymore. And they want to be able to b- balance up that relationship. And if all it takes for them to do is to click through to your website to balance it up a little bit, then gosh, you know, why not?
1: Well, I mean, women are conditioned to not talk about money too much, aren't Oh, I'm we? trying but to get over
0: that in a big way.
1: Yeah, I think it's really interesting. And that's specifically why I made the point of talking about it. Because actually, I feel really proud of what I've made, that I've made this thing that doesn't cost anyone else any money. They get free recipes and free content, which I like to think is very high quality and very useful.
0: The recipes are amazing. If you go and have a look at either Sarah's blog, which I will link to in the show notes, or her Instagram or her TikTok, um, they are yummy looking recipes for dinner. Like, what have you shared in the past week or so?
1: This comes on to my next point about content. I think you do have to um, know when to pivot your content slightly as well. So, I did a, I've always shared meal plans on Instagram stories. So, I would share, here's some suggestions for the coming week. And I would try and make them varied, one vegetarian. One fish recipe, yeah, not too many potatoes. You know, just a bit of variety, and I would spend quite a lot of time thinking about those. And people would click through to the blog. But in my new regime of being as helpful as possible, not asking people to do things, I thought, how can I make this more useful? This was a, a trial for me. I made a video of a reel of five recipes through a, so it would be like a weekly meal plan, and then. So I showed that on the Sunday night and then on each day of the week, I showed the reel for the specific recipe from that day. So for me, actually, that was a really good way of creating content because I could—I had a very specific plan. Sometimes I think the thought process around content is harder than the doing. So it meant that I had a week ready in advance, really good quality content. But again, that content was making me no money because all the recipes were on Instagram However, what happened was people responded hugely to that. Um, actually, that video also I'd repurposed for TikTok. And that ha- within two days, that had something like 1.3 million views on TikTok.
0: How are you going towards that follower target on TikTok, by the way?
1: Uh, I went from 20,000 to 77 this morning. Oh my so, God, you're, you're going to smash yeah.
0: through both <laughs> of those by the end of the year. Absolutely smash through. So I
1: know that that works so i'm doing another one next week great um but what has happened because of that so i put that content out that video as a leap of faith just to do something genuinely useful and then what happens is people say but i want the recipes i want this on the blog so they want to be able to click through to that which in turn uh, means i'm monetizing it and then i know you mentioned the email sign ups as well I also thought, how can I give people, people wanted a shopping list so that they can cook along with the meal plans. And I can su- just see how that is a really useful thing in our lives. So I thought, how, how can I best deliver this? And also, I also wanted to reward those people that are being really loyal. So I said, if you sign up to my um, mailing list, I will send out on the Friday before a shopping list so you can buy the shopping shop along save money for the week ahead and then at the end of the week i'll put it on the blog for everybody to see so people are kind of being rewarded for their loyalty of following along and getting something genuinely useful
0: So I think that what's happened to Sarah's follower growth, especially on Instagram, shows one of the two extremes of experience people have been having on the platform in 2022. On the one hand, you've got the disgruntled, those who feel let down and challenged by the hasty switch to short form video reels, those who've seen their reach collapse and had it affect their business, honestly. On the other hand, you've got those who are great at making short form video. They've applied themselves to sharing them regularly and as a result are flying. I have lots and lots of thoughts about this. I've taken a step back from Instagram for a month or so to recharge my batteries over the holidays and it's lent a ton of perspective actually. I will be back to share that with you soon. Just Bloody Post It will return for season five in September. If you subscribe wherever you get your podcast, then you'll get one of those little reminder things pop up on your phone when we're back and you won't miss an episode. Thank you always. Just a holiday in Italy now lies between you and me and season five. Thank you so much for your support. Take care. Bye.